Hello, word nerds. Welcome to this episode of this podcast. It's called The Dictionary. The first word is bitic, B-I-T-T-O-C-K, noun from circa 1802. It is chiefly Scottish, and it means a little bit. Next is bitty, B-I-T-T-Y. It is the first form, adjective from 1892, chiefly British, made up of or containing bits, especially not cohesive or flowing. Now we have the second form of bitty. It is an adjective from 1905. Synonyms are small and tiny, as in a little bitty room. Next is bitumen or bitumen or bitumen. Lots of ways to say it. B-I-T-U-M-E-N. Um, let's see. From the 15th century. It's a noun. Number one, an asphalt of Asia Asia Minor used in ancient times as a cement and mortar. Number two, any of various mixtures of hydrocarbons as tar, often together with their non-metallic derivatives that occur naturally or are obtained as residues after heat derivatives that occur naturally. Did I read this twice? Oh boy, let's start this one over. Any of various mixtures of hydrocarbons as tar, often together with their non-metallic derivatives that occur naturally or are obtained as residues after heat refining natural substances as petroleum. Specifically, such a mixture solution in carbon disulfide. Whew. Bituminization is a noun and bituminize is a transitive verb. Now we have bituminous. It is an adjective from 1620. One, containing or impregnated with bitumen. I want to say bitumen, but uh, maybe that might be how the, uh, the Brits pronounce it. Number two, of or relating to bituminous coal. That is our next word, bituminous coal. Two words, noun from 1827. A coal that when heated yields considerable volatile bituminous matter, called also soft coal. Now we have by unique. That's one word. Adjective from 1941. Being a correspondence between two sets that is one to one in both directions. By uniqueness is a noun. What is this being a correspondence between two sets that is one to one in both directions? I don't know what that means. Next we have bivalent. First form adjective from 1869. One. Synonym is divalent. And number two, associated in pairs in synapsis. Now we have the second form of bivalent. It is a noun from circa 1934, a pair of synaptic chromosomes. Now we have the first form of bivalve, adjective from 1661, being or having a shell composed of two valves. Next is the second form of bivalve. It is a noun from 1683. Any of a class of typically marine mollusks, as clams, oysters, or scallops, that have a two-valved hinged shell and usually filter feeders and lack a distinct head. The scientific name is, uh, well, let's see, bivalvia. I wonder if that's the the family name. Um, And then Pelecopoda. Cypoda or Pelecopoda. 
and um, I'll probably have to pick, post a picture of these guys. But yeah, I think it's like they got the, the, they have a hinged shell. Anyway, next is bivariate. Uh, it is an adjective from 1920 of relating to or involving two variables, as in a bivariate frequency distribution. Next is bivouac, uh, biv, biv or bivouac, B-I-V-O-U-A-C, first form uh, noun from 1819. One, a usually temporary encampment under little or no shelter. Two, A, encampment usually for a night. To be a temporary or casual shelter or lodging, a bivouac. This is French from the lower German bivouacht, B-I-W-A-C-H-T, which is from by, which means by, B-Y, plus wacht, which means guard. Uh, so it's, you're, it's like on guard or by guard. Okay. Now we have the second form of bivouac. It is a verb from 1809. Intransitive is first. One, to make a bivouac. Synonym is camp. Number two, to take shelter often temporarily. I feel like the next time I go camping, which will probably be a long time and a long time from now, I will say we we shall go bivouacking. Now we have the transitive definition to provide temporary quarters for, as in. They were bivouacked in the gym during the storm. By the way, the way you spell bivouacked is B-I-V-O-U-A-C-K-E-D. Bivouacked. It almost looks like quack. Bivouacked. Anyway, bi-weekly is next. It is the first form adjective from 1832. One, occurring twice a week. Number two occurring every two weeks. Ah, see, we had the same confusion with bi-monthly. Uh, synonym for this one is fortnightly. Uh, there, oh, it's uh, Flight of the Concords. Uh, this is not for kids, but they have a song uh, where they mentioned fortnightly. The usage says uh, to see the prefix by. If you want to know more, bi-weekly is an adverb as well. Now we have the second form of bi-weekly. It is a noun from circa 1890. One, a publication issued every two weeks. Number two, synonym is semi-weekly. Now we have bi-yearly. I wonder if we're going to see the same issue with this one. Uh, This is an adjective from circa 1909. Number one, we have the number one definition for biannual. And then number two, we have the number one definition for biennial. I honestly can't remember which is which. I have a feeling one of them is every two years and one of them is twice a year. Can't remember. Moving on to our last word for this episode, it is biz, B-I-Z, noun from 1861, and we uh, just have the synonym business. I think the fact that they coined this word, B-I-Z, in 1861 seems very weird to me, and I want to know that context. I want to know who did they? Who did this? Why did they do it? Where was it used? Seeing the word biz in the 1860s just seems weird. All right. We are going to pick by unique as the word of the episode. Uh, and when I say we, I mean me, myself, and I. Um, because it 
seems like an interesting concept, but I have no idea what the definition meant, so I might have to look into that more. That is it for this episode. Thank you very much. I hope you are all doing well. I hope that the world in a few weeks from now on June 22nd um, isn't as crazy as it is now, but it could be crazier. Who knows? We are just going to roll with the punches and see what happens and do the best we can to make the most of it, I guess, and make things better. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.